Ready? Yes. You sure? Mm-hmm. 100%? Mm-hmm. You're going to say something controversial? No. That's a lie. I probably will. Okay, let's do it. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month, your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You have selfish, ignorant citizens. You're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee deep in a pool of stagnation. No, oh, no, no. Wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome to Objectively Incorrect. I'm here with Jacinthia Tashiro, um, Controversy Live. No, she's not. Actually, she's pretty nice. I'm I don't, really I don't nice. feel like this was controversial at all. It was not. Nah, she's a personality. She's also a really nice person. I find her to be brilliant. But do you find yourself to be brilliant? Most days. Most days. I like that. I like that. Anyway, me and just Cynthia are going to be talking about all kinds of stuff. We're going to be talking about um, social media to some extent, culture. We definitely linger on definitely going to talk about culture um we're going to talk about absentee fathers we're going to be talking about some levels of trauma children black exploitation <laughs> okay so we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff um but before we even get into that we're going to be doing a little fact of fiction with jacinthia jacinthia i'm going to give you five statements you're going to tell me if you think they're true or if they're false no jacinthia is actually into an architectural construction career mm-hmm. right so all of these things are based on structures and architecture to some extent wow okay all right let's go that smile is like an anxious smile it is saying. it is but i'm 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 wanna i wanna hear what the questions are okay what's I'll do it. All right. So number one. So you just tell me if it's true or false, right? Number one. The Empire State Building generates more revenue from its observation decks than its 85 floors of office space. The Empire State Building generates more revenue from its observation decks than its 85 floors of office space. True or false? I'm going to go with false. It's actually true. It's true. In 2014, when the building's two observation decks generated $111 million, which was 47% of the total revenue, its office space leases netted just $104 million, 35% of total revenue. You know, I should have gone with true, because why would someone put this question together? Uh, um, you know, it, it might, that, might, that logic might be flawed. It might be flat, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, number two. Lego used to make special bricks for architects. Lego used to make special bricks for architects. True or false? True. True. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm not going True. Okay, it's true. It's 100% yes. true. So the son of Lego founder tried to make a, a Lego model of the house he was building. Mm-hmm. It didn't come out to scale because Lego bricks have a five to six width to height ratio. Mm-hmm. This led to the, creator, the creation of Modulex, mm-hmm. a much smaller brick that was based on perfect cubes mm. in 1963. Unfortunately, the bricks were discontinued in the 1970s. That would have been perfect. It would have been awesome. For building models it and architecture, like you just get a whatever it a is. A set of Legos and, and you, you could literally yeah. build out whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. it would have been awesome. 
All right, number three. Built in by the Romans in 40 to 60 AD, the Pont du Gard is the oldest bridge still used today. True or false? Bridge. Bridge. No, I'm going to go with false. It's false. It is. It mm-hmm. is. The, the actual oldest bridge is called the Akeduiku Bridge. No, I'm going to go with false. It's false. It is. It mm-hmm. is. The, the actual oldest bridge is called the Akeduiku Bridge. Um, China? No, it's in Greek. It's not. What, what is it? I had, I had all of this information. I didn't even put it in. You could Google it, I guess. I'll Google it. Akadiko Bridge okay. is the oldest existing bridge in the world. It was built in the last phase of the Greek Bronze Age from 1600 to 1100 BCE. Mm. It is an arch bridge and... This is before Christ existed? Yes. Okay, cool. Long before. It's actually like a thousand something years. Um, 1600 years. Okay. Oof. Um, and one of the oldest type, with oldest of this type still in use by the local population. Okay. Right? Yes. So you, you'd say you're doing good. You got two to three, you know. You two to three so win. far. You go in, you go in. <laughs> All right, number four. In terms of structures built, wood has been the most popular building material throughout history. In terms of structures built, Wood has been the most popular building material I'm go with throughout yes. history. It's actually false. It's false? Yeah, concrete. concrete. The most what? Concrete is the most popular building material throughout, ah, history. throughout history. Concrete, yeah. All right, number five. So this is it. Two. Yes, this is it. I believe in you, but I'm not going to give you the answer. Okay. So another bridge one. Okay. All right, number five. In Lima, a bridge made with eggs in the mortar instead of water has been standing for over 400 years. In Lima, a bridge made with eggs in, st- in the mortar instead of water has been standing for over 400 years. True or false? I'm going to go with false. It's actually true. It's true. Yes. Damn. There's a bridge in Lima, Peru that was built in 1610 and is still standing. Remarkably, its mortar was mixed with using 11, no, not 11, 10,000 egg whites instead of water. Unsurprisingly, it is known as the Bridge of Eggs. Bridge of Eggs. I don't believe in world peace. You don't? I don't. You, you, what do you think? That we should just... We should just I... Walk? So there are two concepts. There's a concept of God, religion, spirituality, mm-hmm. where we are living in this world, and uh, there is a, the end of this life is in heaven. Mm-hmm. There's heaven and hell and we all, some of us will make it here, some of us will make it there mm-hmm. if you believe in that. So currently, if you follow the story of the creation of world and the world and everything, mm-hmm. there won't be peace on earth. If it goes the way. If it goes that way, the concept of peace on earth is a fallacy. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't exist. There is no... So, at this point, there will be world peace. So, so this, the Christmas songs that we'll be singing about peace on earth and them things is... Is what? Just, it's, just hopeless? It's hopeless. It's just dreams? It's, it's really somebody's dream. It's not my dream. It's actually not. Like, world peace... What is peace? What is peace? So, so what do you... What, do you, what would replace world peace for you? Equity. Oh, yes. Equity. Equity. 
Sounds mm-hmm. like a little serendipitous, but okay. Yeah. So it's so an equity in terms of so so wouldn't equity bring some form of, of peacefulness? Like if if everyone was more or less I mean, I'm guessing that's what you mm-hmm. mean, social equity. Everybody yes. more or less on the same level. You have everything you need. Everybody is on the level where they could they can function to, to their, their best ability. Okay, to their best ability. Which means then why would you have conflict in that sort of scenario because it sounds utopian mm, there will be conflicts because we need conflicts and that's the thing we need the rubbing of heads we need the arguments we need this balance mm-hmm. and in this balance of good and evil there is peace because if everybody is agreeing with everybody mm-hmm. similar to right now we are you say something and you say oh you can't say that yeah, you can't oh say you that. can't have uh-huh. this opinion you can't you can't you can't mm-hmm. you know you're shunned you're cancelled then are we really peaceful or are we faking it? Oh, because you're basically subjugating mm-hmm. any opposing viewpoint. I think that you, you, you're you correct. There's a, there's a serious problem, especially right now. I mean, we were talking about political correctness in the mm-hmm. first time. And the, 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 the fight for political correctness means that at some point, you are going to discriminate somebody's entire mm-hmm. worldview. Yes. For example, if you're saying that, okay, I can't... If you are saying... You're, you're born a woman and mm. now I have to call you a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody in this world is going to find that offensive. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's just the nature of the beast. Like, and you just have to know when not to take it personally. But then maybe is it that we are taking things too personally? Like, is it that, is it that somehow we've been given the thought that what I feel, and I'm saying this, mm-hmm. what I feel is more important than what everyone else feels. I think it stems from I couldn't feel this way out loud, out loud for, for so long mm-hmm. that no, I'm giving the opportunity. You will not stop ruin me. this for me. Mm-hmm. You will not ruin this for me. You will not stop me. And we sometimes become bigger than ourselves or uh, what's that word? That N-word that they throw around. Like narcissistic? Yes, or? you become narcissistic all well, you, you, you deviate from the road that you was headed to. You know, I want to make sure that everybody who has my same beliefs mm-hmm. are able to hear them and everyone is treated well and treated respectfully. And then you become a narcissist in saying, my way is the highway and nothing else. But then that's the thing, because my question is simple. What if you're wrong? The, the, the thing is, you could be feeling something for a very long time and... Mm-hmm. You know, the world didn't give you a chance to hear your views mm-hmm. or whatnot. But then if you're going to take the standpoint that because I haven't been able to express this mm-hmm. for so long means that I am, you know, I'm going to say it. Yes, and I'm going to mean I'm it. I'm going to mean it and no one is going to, like, stop me. Nobody is going to hush me. Like, when you take that stance, suppose what you feel mm-hmm. or how you see it, your perspective on it, mm-hmm. suppose it's destructive and it's in, in incredibly... Incorrect, like I would hope. <laughs> you, would, <laughs> I would hope, right? <laughs> that if you when I think of myself and the things that I believe, uh-huh. I often do not hear them until I've done enough research, or I'm, I understand it to a certain level. Wheel, even if I don't have all the information, mm-hmm. this is an opportunity to learn, and I would hope that more people would have that standpoint. We are. I believe this, but it is not a perfect belief. It is mm. not a perfect idea. It has some tweaking to do, and the only way it can become 
perfect and asterisk by perfect mm-hmm. is if I communicate these thoughts to other people without prejudice because mm-hmm. I would need to be judged. Mm-hmm. I should be judged for what I do. Mm-hmm. Even though the Bible said those and eh, don't judge, judge, be not judged. Judge, eh. I need to be judged, but I don't want is you to be prejudiced to me for having this thought. Mm-hmm. And we learn in that um, space. So it's like, don't hate me because mm-hmm. I feel this way. Yes. Just educate me. Yeah. Just let's 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 beat this idea around mm-hmm. a bit. Like, what is wrong with what is mm-hmm. what what this is? What do you feel in 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 relation to this thought? Not mm-hmm. how you feel. In relation to me. Yes. I could say that. Uh, because the thing is, my, my question was always like, you know, if you are going to have an idea, any yes. idea I any have. Any idea at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Any idea. How are you going to make it better or make it viable mm-hmm. without some level of conflicting yes. opinion? Like, like let's, it's like saying, I'm going to build this car. I've never built an engine before in my yes. entire life, but I'm going to build this car. Yes. And... I feel like this guy is going to work. Yes. But before I take all these resources and this time and put it into this idea that mm-hmm. that I think is going to work, let's ask some scientists and some people mm-hmm. how they feel about this and what they think about this Get idea. some precedence get, here and here. Exactly. Get some people to offer some, some mm-hmm. insight. And that way, when I actually begin to put resources behind this, mm-hmm. that it's actually some, it has some form of viability before I just go out there and waste a lot of time. We, yes. And you have to give people enough time to grow. Growth and develop. Two things that coincide, but they exist separately to each other. Mm -hmm. Because for whatever reason... I was listening to this podcast the other day and they were talking about, can I name drop like artists and them? Oh, sure, man. Sure, man. Of course. They were mentioning Kanye West and they were saying, you know, he has a lot of money. So they don't think that what he does are really great ideas. Mm. And then I said... Why would you make such a statement knowing that Kanye West did not start here? All the great ideas that he has had mm-hmm. brought him to a point where all he has to do now is just mention something and he, people are paid to just create it, this idea for him. Make it happen. Right? So there's a development and there is a growth. He has come to a point where he has developed where whatever he does, as silly as it is, mm-hmm. you respect him for it because... He has done the groundwork. He's crazy, eh? He's, but he's, he's, he has done the groundwork. So I was thinking, like, as soon as the Kanye West, I was like, Kanye West? Kanye West? I, 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 and, and that's not me saying that he is not um, a mind for our time. Mm-hmm. Because I do feel like a lot of his ideas are so outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And some of them really do land well for me. Yes. For, yes. My, pers- for my taste or whatnot. They do land really well. Um, to discredit him, I think we, did, we do a lot of discrediting because people are rich. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think when people are rich, there's a lot less opposition to their ideas internally. Yes, and that's where the growth come in. Is when, because when you're they were growing. Poor, exactly, but when they were poor or when they were just starting off or mm-hmm. doing the groundwork, they were surrounded by, by people who would criticize yes. their ideas, which, I mean, sometimes people are wrong, but you have to kind of wait out for yourself. Yes. But the critique makes you think about what you're doing much more intently. Mm-hmm. Like, is this really a good idea? Could I make this better? Could I circumvent some of these issues that people are seeing that maybe I might have? Or mm-hmm. And you come, up, you come up with great You could come up with a much greater idea, greater idea. than if it just came directly from your mouth to reality, which is what happens again when you're rich. If yeah. Bill Gates says tomorrow, you know, I want to, you know, a good example, Dubai. 
Yes. Dubai is an amazing example of money over of over like um Sus- common sense, really, yes. in my opinion. Like this this is my I am going to criticize sustainability as well. Correct. Because building a city outside in the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. you know, and saying, um, well, you know, we're gonna do this and we're gonna throw as much money behind it as we possibly can. Yes. Right? And nobody says no. Everybody's like, he says, make this happen. We're He's paying the billions of dollars. We're going to just make it happen. It doesn't matter if it makes sense or if it would have been better to build this somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We're going to just do this. And there's a whole slew of maintenance issues. Yes. When we Because it was not. It's not meant gr- for there. It's not meant for there. And like you're building these islands and they're going to sink into the sea. In like a, it's like... You wasted billions of dollars, man. And it, again, the, the appeal, maybe what they wanted to achieve was to say that, you know, you know, people have this eagle complex. Yes. It's like, we have enough money to we do it. We have enough money to do it. That, that's a good idea. And I think one time I said on, on a status, like, no matter how much money you put behind a bad idea, it yes. will never make it a good idea. A, good idea. Yeah. a, a bad idea is just a bad idea. It is. <laughs> it is. And that's... We come to a point where if we are not able to receive the criticism well, mm. a bad idea turns into a worst idea. Yeah. Double down. Double down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, we just had um, um, Prime Minister, not Prime Minister, President Trump, right? And one of the things that, that he did is, and, and maybe it's something that people like, but we only like it because I guess we've kind of grown to appreciate confidence, you know, over like um in over an an informative person. Yes. We prefer a confident person. We've seen that locally. We've seen it locally. We've seen too. it locally. I don't know if I wanna mention <laughs> no, any don't wanna names, mention any names, but, but we've seen you it. You know, you could think about it. We are like you have so much um you know, these kind of megalomaniac figures mm-hmm. that just kind of come out the woodwork, right? And they come up knowing that I don't know what I'm doing, but it seems as long as I speak this with a level of confidence, yes. people are just going to follow me anywhere. Yes. So That the, charisma. That charisma, it's like, we can do we it. We can do it. Trust me. I, this, this is going to work. This is what we've been... This is the answer that we've all been waiting for. Yes. And people are like, here you go, take my yes, support. My support is yours. And then the other person on the other side is like, okay, guys, I And I don't. hate the blind support. Oh, it's dumb. I hate the blind support. And there are persons who I would imagine, who I would like to believe, you should know better than this. You mm. should. And I know that you know better than this. So what is that thing? What is that stronghold that stops you from going... I can't be a part of this because the not even the best interest of myself, mm-hmm. but as country above self. Because I think we have one of the better uh, country mottos, con- country uh, mottos, mottos mm-hmm. but we don't put it into play for a lot of things. I'm sure, we don't. We don't. No, we put we put self above self above country. Yes, it's the reverse, really. It's, it's the reverse. And you're right. There, there are some people who I know they know better, but doing better does not benefit them mm-hmm. alone like like and, and, and i don't mean to i mean to say it in a way that jacinthia knows better yes jacinthia has power mm-hmm. jacinthia is in in a managerial position in some respect yes and jacinthia knows like well we made a mistake yes and we really should 
change what we're doing mm -hmm. because that's going to bring forth the best future for everybody. Yeah. But if Jacinthia changes her mind now, people will lose confidence in Jacinthia because Which Jacinthia went... Which is a strange thing. It's so dumb it's to so me. It's so strange. And I thought, one time my friend said, Jacinthia, I thought you told me you're not going to this event. And I said, I did tell you that I'm not going. And she said, you lie. I said, I didn't lie. I simply changed my mind. All I did was change my mind. <sighs> and they're like, no, you thought if I, if I knew I was going, I would have... And you didn't even tell me that you were going and you lied. I was like, I didn't lie. I simply changed my mind. And sometimes I, I used to say, I don't like to speak in absolutes because... Mm -hmm. I change my mind so yeah, often. Mm -hmm. But then it, it takes a balance because there are some things that I know for sure in this moment I will not do. Mm -hmm. Because just yet in my life, I have not experienced the thing or the person or the environment to make me think differently. Correct, correct, correct. So correct. in this moment, me being absolute is the truth. If 10 years from now and I do different, I've passed this. This stage, yeah. This stage. We... we and, and I think that the, the, the culture that we have, I mean, and I think on a global level, it's social. Mm -hmm. It's a social, I'll, I'll pin it to social media. When I say mm -hmm. pin it, there's a social media culture that holds people's foot to the flame mm -hmm. that I think a lot of cultures have adapted conversely. Yes. It's like, you said this in 2014. Mm -hmm. so, but 2014 was seven years ago. I, I'm not even, I don't even believe that anymore. It's like, so you're inconsistent then. No, I'm consistently growing. I'm consistently growing. And that wasn't the way that and I wanted to And the funny thing about into. it, right, is if the person say, yes, I still think this way, you'll go, so all this time you have not gained any new information to... It's, it's funny, right? It's funny because I would hope that's what we would say, mm -hmm. but that's not what... The internet says it's not the internet. The, 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 it's the, undefeated. It's undefeated, but yes. but it's more than that. Like the, the the masses want absolutes. Like you are a conservative person and you believe this. Mm -hmm. So when we rely on, if we quote you, we're saying Jacinthia said this. Stephen is a a, a libertarian. Stephen believes this. Mm -hmm. So when we quote Stephen. Stephen believes this. So it's like when we can't like put people into that sort of like mm -hmm. that sort of pillow and yeah. say, this is you, this is you, this is you, and we mm -hmm. can't identify them. When people are constantly changing, people mm -hmm. get uncomfortable. Like the masses get uncomfortable. Like this person, you used to be libertarian. Where are you so liberal now? Where are you so socialist now? Mm -hmm. Where do you want so much for like poor people now? You know, like because I've developed and it's not necessarily a change it's more of a it's a growth and development i don't think anybody and, and i think this is my personal belief yes as much as we want to wear the labels we don't we, we can't stain them we don't like what the labels mean in in totality in totality and we can't really be them completely like we can't. i can't say you are a socialist person like like if, if we really had to go on there, mm -hmm. I can't say you're a socialist because you have socialist beliefs, because mm -hmm. you also have some liberal beliefs. You also have some capitalist beliefs as well. The, there's an amalgamation of, mm -hmm. of different 
perspectives that you hold. And because you're known, you're known in public, you have this reputation of being a fervent mm-hmm. conservative, right? Yes. You, you feel the need to always defend conservative beliefs. But you might not. When you go home and you lie down in bed with some significant other uh-huh. or a friend, sorry, may I mean to say <laughs> friend, or you, you, your mom or whatever, uh-huh. you'll be surprised that some of the things you're actually saying are very anti-conservative. They're yes. very liberal things. But because you are known... Our lives, is te- our lives are texture. Mm-hmm. And there is the surface, there is the in-between, there is the parts that make up the in-between, everything that holds us together. Correct. And people, when we judge and prejudice and um, create ideally, ideals ab- about people, we're often looking at a very small portion of their lives. Very small portion mm-hmm. of their lives. And we, lo- we don't remember that. Sometimes we don't even know that. So I know this person to be this way. And, you know, I, I think we're moving against it. I put my head on a block for a person. I think we're moving against it. Uh, yeah. I'm moving away from it. We are, mm. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. I've, I've um, adapted. I, I'll put my fingernail on a block for you. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll put my fingernail, but my head on a block. That's different because uh-huh. I might be saying, yes, they will never do this because I know them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you think you know somebody and they don't know themselves. They're still learning. They're still learning. The, the thing is, when you say you put your head on a block for somebody, are you indeed putting your head on the block that you've created for them? Mm-hmm. Like the have block you that them you've created for, for them. them. Correct. Yes. That's perfect, like, Stephen. Please don't write it <laughs> And so, so <laughs> but it's funny because like, I always feel like human beings, as much as we want to believe, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, are very, we could be very empathetic, sympathetic and stuff. Yes. I, I do believe there are some really good people. Yes. I do think in, in a lot of moments, especially in secret, we can turn, how could I put this? How could I put this by opportunistic? Mm-hmm. Like given certain situations where you would think I would act differently. Yes. If you think that nobody will know. Yeah. You'll be surprised some of the decisions that you would make. People would Very make if anti. It's exactly. Yeah. Even people who know knew you all your life, they'll be like, Stephen would, Stephen would never do that. Stephen might do that might. if he didn't think that you would know. Yeah. You know, it's just. And it makes me, like, knowing this fact makes me a lot more empathetic to people who have been caught doing some really mm-hmm. terrible things. Yes. I'm like, even down to corruption, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking a soft stance on corruption. corruption. Like, if you do wrong, like, you, you really need to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Or give back the people their money. I'm very firm on that. Yes. But at the same time, I could understand you're in a situation or you're in an environment or you're mm-hmm. in an opportunistic, sort of advantageous mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. situation. And you're like, I could do this. It would be advantageous to me and nobody would know. Yes. Mm-hmm. That Until you get caught and Until everybody get, knows. And everybody knows. And uh, you, a lot of people live like this, live their whole lives like this, die, and people just never know. Never. This is the term, take it to the grave. Take it to the grave, yeah. How many, things that we are, how many things are we taking to the grave that if exposed, people would go, mm. you know, you do that face like the emoji, the, the, the little sticker thing where they go, mm. yeah, like, you know? And that's, that's, the, that's the way I think when it comes to people. Like, oh, this person did that or they were caught doing this. And I go, well, I'm judging them, but I'm not prejudiced. 
You're judging by your prejudice. But I'm not prejudiced. So you're saying you're, you're, you've, you've removed your internal bias. Yes. And you're just saying, I'm judging you based on just what you've done. I'm merit. judging you based on this action, saying that you know better, but I'm not going to hold it against you. That is a very tough thing to do. Um, it's a very tough thing to do. I, if, if that is indeed how you are, which you say you are, I'm going to believe you. Most days. Most days. Some uh, days see, I'm don't not. put your head on a block for me. I'm, I'm not going to put you in the block <laughs> I'm to not put my head put, on yes, top. Yes. Um, but I, I, I think it's very difficult because as a human race, I, I think even primarily, mm-hmm. and on a primal level, yes. you have to be aware of the dangers that surround you. Like, mm-hmm. It's the reason why we find lying so egregious. Like, yes. if somebody lies, which everybody lies. Everybody like, lies. It's like, a tool. It's, it really is. And it's a social tool. Mm-hmm. It's a tool that even children know. Mm-hmm. It helps them. Like, it's difficult to tell a child not to lie, especially given that if they do the opposite, if they tell the truth, mm-hmm. a lot of times they're going to face a lot of... Um, and it's not the lie, you know, it's a reaction. It's, it, they don't want to face the... the, 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 the <laughs> You don't want to face the, the, um, the repercussions of yes. the action. So it's like, it's very difficult to train a child to say, do not lie, be honest all the time. Because mm-hmm. being honest all the time is a very, it's a very heavy life. Yes. Um, and it's, it, it brings a lot of responsibility. And there's nothing that people hate more than more responsibility. Yes. Like, we don't, we, we just want to have the minimal amount. <laughs> we don't even want to be responsible for ourselves. Yeah. Like, even down to the, the biases that we have, like, and it comes right full circle when it comes mm-hmm. to social, our social understanding mm-hmm. of things. If I have a flaw, I will be very defensive about my flaw. Interestingly enough, this year, in January and February, I posted two pieces of, of writing on Facebook, on, on Instagram. And they were under this thing that was calling the Hershey's Project. And the point of the project was to pinpoint... It was based around insecurities. Mm-hmm. My own insecurities. Oh, wow. And so I it was honest... Honest about my insecurities. And I wrote down 12 things that I will talk about throughout the year about my own insecurities. And after reading the second... After writing the third one and the fourth one and writing a few more, I realized, do I really want to put this out she's like it's so naturally authentic and relatable and relatable and I go "Ah, y'all don't need to know (laughs) y'all don't need to know (laughs) you don't need to know yo we don't want that spotlight we don't want it and I didn't want it. And it's all for survival. And again, like going back to the, the primal part, mm-hmm. like, remember, we used to survive not on money mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff. We used to survive on characters. Like, yes. can I trust you not to steal my wife, eat my food, um, <laughs> kill my children, yes. um, you know, turn raid your back, my village, raid my village, turn your back on me while mm-hmm. I need you because yes. this lion is coming from behind, you know, yes. like. Can I trust you? So, yes. like, lying and stuff like that would be, like, as a detriment. Yes. And also, conversely, we don't want people to see us as less valuable because that also, you know, it feels like it's an attack on our own social values. Mm-hmm. So how do we how do we navigate in this social, this, this community, mm-hmm. right? We don't want to seem less valuable doing that mm-hmm. because then it puts us at a disadvantage. Yes. Remember back in the day, if you were less valuable, you get fed, you get fed last. Yes. So that's what you're fighting. Your fed instinct, still, but last. Uh, yeah. Well, sometimes if the food don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jesus, 
Jesus. Come back tomorrow. You're eating mud pies, you know? Mud pies. And, you know, and you put some salt. Well, salt was actually very real. So, like, maybe you put some thymes and some herbs what, in some the herbs, mud pie yeah. and you just you shove that in your mouth. Pretend it's a burger. All the meat is done, all right? All the meat is done. Um, but, yeah, like, we don't want to seem less valuable. But the thing is, our social culture now actually values that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And that was one of my points too. There was one that I wrote. And after writing it, I was like, I, I wasn't aware mm-hmm. that I truly felt these things or I wasn't aware of the depths at which I felt these things mm-hmm. until I wrote it. And I, my written word, I can speak pretty well, you know, mm-hmm. I can communicate yeah, yeah. verbally That's pretty well. That's, That's why I'm here, here. yes. Why here. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to my written word... I'm often very shy about it oh, okay. because I want. I often go, am I using the right word here? Does this mm-hmm. sentence mean what You're I critical. mean? It? I'm very critical about my written word. Mm-hmm. So when I put the pieces out, I, I, I was like, the misinterpretation could really be to my detriment. Mm. The misinterpretation could really make me seem weirder than everybody else think I am. You know, crazier mm-hmm. than everybody think I am. And uh, I'm like, I'm good with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm not emotionally, mentally strong enough to, um, to manage mm-hmm. the repercussions of me saying this. these things. Especially in a public forum. In, in mm-hmm. a public forum. And on the flip side, it's maybe nobody cares. Maybe I pull them out and it helps somebody. And they go, because one of them was about my gap teeth. My, my gap, my uh-huh. split. Mm-hmm. And it was written to, it was an open letter to Sparrow, to the, to the mighty Sparrow. Let's hear about this now. Yes, an so, open letter. An to open Sparrow. letter to the mighty Sparrow. Uh, so Sparrow has this song. I don't remember the name of the song. Oh, Sugar Dungle. Uh-huh. And there is a line in that song where Sparrow spoke about gap teeth. If she have dimples in her cheek and gap between her teeth, she got sugar dungle. Right? That's what Sparrow said in his song. And I remember growing up, oh even to this day, even to this day. People would go, oh, you have a split teeth, you know. It's, that means you're beautiful. That means you got sugar down there, you know. And as a child, oh, I'm no. saying as an eight, nine, ten primary school, men would go, hey, little girl, oh, you have a smile, let me see. And I would go, <laughs> you know. And, oh, you know what I mean? And I would go, no, not really. Be like, when you're not old enough for me to tell you. At least, at least. least. And some really would. And some really would. So the piece was an open letter to the mighty, and I was going to tag him, eh? An open letter to the mighty sparrow about how, in some cases, like when I got older, Mm -hmm. your song helped my, um, helped my insecurity. But as a child, it confused the hell out of me. Because you convinced an entire generation of people that a gap in, in someone's teeth, teeth made them sweet. You convinced them and they believe that shit. And there are some things that mm. you will have as an adult, but the things that you have as a child, like I split to you, get your teeth when you're like two. So I have this gap all my life and you Till this day, like it's it's more from an older generation now, which makes it even weirder as an adult because it's not from the young guys who go, ooh, you yeah, know, this thing is from the old older men, married yeah. uh, rimps, as we would call them, guys going, you know, as Paris about that. I just I don't go, 
an entire generation of people just believe this shit because you sang it. And they, they, mm, Jesus, you're talking like 45 plus. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wrote one on, which I posted about melanin, how as much as the, I'm a black woman from the Caribbean and we should be proud in our black skin. Some days I'm not so proud. You're not so proud. I'm not so proud. And some days uh. it's not as easy and as open as we would like it to be because we see the colorism around. Mm-hmm. And some days I don't want to be strong. Do I have to be strong as a black woman? Is it a, is it a prerequisite to be a black woman? Do I, ha- do I need all of these things? Like, I'm, can I be confused? And in this culture now, especially with social media, if you are confused as a black person, they pin it to, oh, call, um, you want to be white or you want to be something that you're mm. not, a, you, Eurocentric mm. um, beliefs and stuff like that. But really and truly... It's not. There's this burden of blackness that I don't always want to carry. I think it's a little... I watched a video the other day on on YouTube and they were talking about the toxicity of expectation, Mm -hmm. um, especially with black women. Yes. Like, if the darker your skin, the stronger stronger society expects you to be. Yes. You know what I mean? Because you're dark. But I feel... But not that I feel. This was the... Mm-hmm. And let me stick with what they were saying. They were saying that level of expectation from anybody is unrealistic. Mm-hmm. It breeds um, depression wherever it goes because if you're not fitting into that stereotype, then you feel like you're failing as mm-hmm. a black person. Now, remember, none of these attributes you chose. You didn't choose to be the color that you are. You didn't choose to look the way you look in terms of especially your features and mm-hmm. your body type, your hair, none of these things. Well, your hair here is different. Here's a little different. You can tweak it here and there. You could tweak it. But in terms of the hair that you're born with, yes. the eyes that you're born with, the lips, the nose, all these things, the things that you're born with, those things are not your choice. Yeah. So if you're going to be put into some sort of category just because you look this way, it's unfair to you. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a toxic thing because then you're living up to an expectation that might not be you. Some dark women are going to be soft and they're going to be caring and they're going to be not boisterous and loud. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be that. There are some white women who are boisterous and mm-hmm. loud and cantankerous and miserable and there are also some black and white and Chinese and Asian. I don't even know. You ever, you ever, you ever, you ever heard um, a Filipino woman disciplining her child? Like most, not, not, not a Western Filipino. I'm talking about a Filipino from the Philippines, grew up in the Philippines. Have you ever like witnessed them disciplining their children? No, but I imagine that. It's it's very stern and quiet and almost reserved. No, it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> the opposite. It's the same. It's it's usually because their culture is a little bit more aggressive. Mm-hmm. You would be. It's like seeing a wild cat. Yes. I've seen it twice. <laughs> it's like seeing a wild cat going at um like a ball that it hates. It's yeah. just they're yeah. aggressive they're very yes. very aggressive but yet because of how we frame them the, mm-hmm. how we frame Asians is that they're you know calm and, and you know intelligent and, and all of that mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't fit those stereotypes at all in fact majority of the times they, they do don't. not they, they don't. don't like and the thing is the reason you might not 
believe it, but a lot of the Asian guys are women. It's just Asians in general, especially when they're first and second generation. In it's like, especially in the U.S. Yes, their their culture is, we need to do well because we don't have the op- we don't have the option to not we don't, like the option isn't there. The option isn't there. We are not white. We are not. We're not considered um, mm-hmm. Americans. So therefore, we have to outperform yes. the Americans. It's not like that's their character, you know? Mm-hmm. That's just, like, almost a necessity. You're going to be a doctor, not because we want you to save people. African culture as well. It's, it's similar. Yes. We, we don't want you. But the silly thing is, when, when it comes to African-Americans, it's like they've been there for a while. Mm-hmm. And the stereotype that they've been, that we've been, nah, I'm not an African-American. The, the stereotype that they've been given is different. Mm-hmm. So the stereotype is that African men are dangerous, that they are aggressive, stereotypes, criminal, that all of these things. So when you fit into that and, and realize how our society kind of promotes that, those mm-hmm. people. So like rappers, why is it that most rappers, especially in our age, not, not, not that this time because they've, they've changed significantly. Yes. But how is it that Rappers in our time were always like gangsters. Or they had to be like, they had a life of crime before. Mm-hmm. Like 50 Cent. Wait, 50 Cent had to be shot. I guess it's the history of rap times. music. And I, I don't know the whole history of rap music. But it started in the Bronx, Brooklyn, whichever one of uh-huh. the two. Quote me from, um, don't quote me on this if I'm wrong. And it started in a community where these persons were living very, I use this word very loosely, mm. slummish. Mm, lives mm. and it was the uh, way out about speaking about these things like I could feel this way as a gangster and if I put it in a song mm-hmm. I could get away with this feeling so I could talk about killing and you know mm. and people vibe to it and the beat is and hot and I got hoes and, mm. and the beat is hot and I can get away with these feelings in this music the thing is I, I agree and I think that um, to a large extent it's it's like rap kind of established not rap i'm mm-hmm. not and I'm, 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 I'm gonna make a point here rap has established itself as a way to express especially those types of lifestyles yes. but i would argue that it's by design that it's mm-hmm. that way because the people who were promoting this type of music were white executive record deal record because that's where the money record. was from a particular demographic that but, they couldn't tap in that they hadn't tapped into in that way correct but the thing is, it's like they've put that as the prime. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's. It's like if you're gonna be a black successful person, then well, at some point, that's how I felt when I was growing up, mm-hmm. especially in America, that you had to either be a basketball player or some kind of football or some kind of some some kind of athletic person mm-hmm. or a rapper. Like they weren't promoting men, black men who were like business business executives or running their own business or any of that. And that's where social media and the positive side has really helped us. Has really, really helped us. I've these days, mm-hmm. within the last two years, I've seen one of that one of those stereotypes that I believed growing up be totally wiped out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And that's absentee fathers. Mm. At mm. this point in my life, I under, I've, un, I've come to understand some of the reasons why children did not grow up without a father. And it's not because a father didn't want to be there. Mm. It's simply because they were, the mother just... Sometimes children grow up without a father in layman terms because the mother just didn't want the, the guy around. 
Mm. And that's so why for spite. Ch- for spite, yeah. In America, there's an even worse problem because mm-hmm. in America, a lot of times they grew up without a father. Sometimes they call the father into jail. Father into jail. Like, and the thing is, what, what happens when you put people in poverty, if you, put, if you have a large subsection of people in poverty mm-hmm. and you create a situation where it's abject, meaning there's no way for them to get out of poverty, mm-hmm. then it's like, what do they have to lose from going into criminal activity? It's like, I'm already dying off down here like mm-hmm. like if I get caught going and go and to prison and it's innate we're animalistic tendencies we, it would kick in if you don't give in. them a different route like mm-hmm. if you said oh well everybody as, as you were saying if life was equitable like if everybody had what they needed to be the best version of to themselves to we are met with what I have correct correct and one to talent have I to take to the sky ah <laughs> here we go yes there you go that's it we're going to sing the song um I don't, I don't know if I know the lyrics. I still don't know That's the lyrics. That's why you can hum it in the back and I'll carry the lyrics. While others are blessed with ten of the rest, why should I complain my duty? Okay, we're done. We're done. Come in and knock nails after that. By them songs, it was real. It was mm. really good. But yeah, I'm saying like, if you, if you don't have avenues for people to, to grow in other ways, but you put them in a storm and say, look, you're going to be poor for the rest of your life, you start to reduce the ability for them to say, Hey, look, crime is bad when crime is giving me money. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? It's like, how is crime bad when it's putting food on my kid's table? Mm-hmm. How is crime bad or how is selling drugs bad mm-hmm. when I'm selling drugs to people who have the money to buy it? Yes. Because we, we always have this tendency to feel like, you know, the slums, they sell drugs just to poor people. They do not. They don't. They sell drugs to a lot of rich people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, the, the drug dealer is not like, saying, I am going to be picky. I'm only selling to the people who mm-hmm. are next. No, I'm selling to anybody who has money. Mm-hmm. And in fact, they make more money from rich people because they could sh- they could charge them a higher rate. Yep. Like a poor man would get uh, $15 a bag. Well, you as a rich man would get like $100 a bag mm-hmm. and you could easily afford it. So it's not even like you're going to make a deal of it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, I'll give you $100 per bag. And the guy gets money. He feeds his family. How is it that you're going to equate this to being bad? when you're the one who made the rules to say, I can't leave this place. I'm not going to get, like, I'm not going to get the same thing. But you're right. The worst part about it is the mindset. It is. It is. And it's a a brain drain. The mindset of the people at large, not just the person doing the crime. Correct. Correct. The problem is the mindset. And there's no... Once you're labeled a criminal, it's like you're a terrorist. It's like you have no rights. You're no, mm-hmm. you're no longer human. You don't mm-hmm. have any... Um, there's nothing to know more about you. Like, yes. you, I don't need any more information because you're a criminal. That's wrong. And it goes back to that box. It's dehumanizing. That, that, that block that people put you in that I can put my head on a block that this person will be a criminal because they come from this place, did that, da, 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 It's dehumanizing. Dehumanizing. We want to say, like, objectification and, and objectifying human beings, it goes in so much different directions. Mm-hmm. You could objectify a woman, you could see her for only her sexual um, advantages or non-advantages or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but you could objectify people from where they're from. Like, oh, this person comes from this place, so they can, all they're good for is this. this. That's objectification as well. Mm-hmm. You're basically, it's like looking at um, a football player, mm-hmm. um, somebody who plays football and they look buff. If you're saying, oh, he looked buff, he must have a long penis, like you're objectifying this <laughs> yeah, person, and it's sexual objectification, but it, get, it goes further than that mm-hmm. because you're saying he not only has a, 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 a long penis but he is probably never going to make this amount of money mm-hmm. he is probably never going to move out of here 
Um, I could use him as this. Um, he could probably lift up this. Uh, he'll only have a job doing mm -hmm. this. You're, you're putting this person, you're stereotyping them to such a degree that you're limiting their potential as a human being. Mm -hmm. Because that person... Even wait, from a distance. Even from a distance. And you, it, it's like when you do profiles, profiles are damaging. Like, I understand the shortcut. Yes. Like... You've watched Criminal Minds, I the have TV not, show. You've not? I have not, but okay. I, I think I've, I've watched so much psychology, <laughs> psychology um, videos about mm. criminal profiling that it's like, I understand why they do it. Yes. Like, but at, at the same time, you are going to have a lot of false positives doing that. You're going to send a lot of people to jail that need not have ever been in a cell. Mm -hmm. And also you're taking all of that talent from out of a place that needs as much talent and as, as much possible. resources as possible. Like, imagine you grow up, I grow up, and I don't have access to two parents or something like that because mm -hmm. you've taken one of my parents and thrown them in the slammer for the rest of their life. Like, I literally, I'm, I'm crippled now. Yes. I don't have access to all these resources. I don't have a two-income household. I don't have two parents, at least. Hopefully, they're good. Two parents to at least guide me along life. And, and balance the, the, the trauma. The trauma, exactly. And then I have to go through that. Mm -hmm. It's my talent. The talent. I might be able to cure AIDS. I might be able to cure COVID in two days. But you've cut me down. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not able to be in this equitable society that you mm -hmm. want. I'm cut down. I have this friend, mm -hmm. and I went to high school with him. And he's currently finishing his master's in the U.S. And every time I go, tell someone, oh, yeah, they would ask me about him because they know me and him is cool. They would go, so where is he? And according to the person, I would be like, oh, well, he's in the U.S. finishing so. his master's. They would go, oh, I'm so happy for him because I never thought that he would. And, yeah. you know, and I was shocked when I hear this. And I'm go, Why? Why were you shocked? Because if you knew him and if you were around him long enough, mm -hmm. you would know that the situation that you were talking about, he was never that. Mm. It was a circumstance that you saw, him. but it wasn't his him. circumstance. Uh, it wasn't him. It, it wasn't, wasn't who him. He is. It's just you saw where he lived, mm -hmm. who his parents were, the all of these different things, mm -hmm. and you summed, you put the, all of these things together, profiling, yeah. this profile, and you summed it up in a folder, close it, and put it in a in a drawer, in yeah. a drawer on the side. And every time you think about him, you pull out that same pull, folder. Yes, yeah, but he, I remember this, and I remember this, and I remember this. And I go, but if you knew him the way I knew him, mm -hmm. you would know that all these circumstances that you thought he was faced with were really what fueled him to be where he is. No, correct. Everything that he faced, he knew that I don't want this for myself. And I need to do this, this, and this, and this, and this to get out of it. You know how difficult, you know how difficult it would be? And this is where I think it becomes so mm -hmm. degrading. Because you depend on people, mm -hmm. as, as a person, you're depending on people to actually give you certain opportunities or give you a chance to extend certain abilities mm -hmm. so that you could progress in life. Like, mm -hmm. if you go to a bank and you ask for a loan, like, part of the interview process is not just, it's financial. Yes, they're looking to see what assets you have, mm -hmm. but they're also looking to kind of see what kind of person you are. Yes. And if they're going to profile you and say, well, you know, he's just a poor kid from Cross the Road, dear, man, really, 
man really want to trust him with no money. He probably mm-hmm. gonna be a drunk or whatever. If they've summarized that in their mind, mm-hmm. they are literally stopping you from upgrading your put your your situation. So you're in an environment and you could never move beyond the environment. You're literally capping this person you're here. Suffocated you're suffocating by person's them. beliefs. By person's beliefs, and it's it and 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 it it goes right back to what we were saying earlier. You didn't choose this. Mm-hmm. You were bo- if you were born into poverty, you didn't say, "Well, God, you know, bye, watch you, right?" Don't let me know. Because most of us would not. Ch- we would not choose it for ourselves. I don't know one person on this planet who would say, "I'm going to ch- if I have to choose to be born." Let me be born in a situation that would make it most difficult for me to strive as a human being. Mm-hmm. There's nobody who's going to say, put me in the poorest Slumdog part. Slumdog millionaire. Slumdog, put me in the poorest part of India, Lord. That is where uh-huh. I want to. Lord, let me shine on the rooftops of this shanty, Lord, because this is where I want to be. <laughs> Lord, make me blacker than everybody else, Lord, so that I could make sure that nobody believes me. I am the beacon of hope for this pigment. Correct. <laughs> Lord, give me the, give me the, give me the we challenge. We don't want it. We Nobody want. wants that. Mm-hmm. Everybody would choose the easiest path, the path of least resistance. resistance. And it goes even down to most people. Um, <laughs> most people, let's say, like, if you put two paths before someone and you mm-hmm. say, this the is The green film, pill and the... The blue pill, yeah. the red pill. If you say, hey, look, this path is going to take you through some thorn bushes, um, you're gonna have to probably go through some landmines. You're gonna lose a foot. Mm-hmm. Um, you might lose your eyesight, but at the end, you're gonna be good. But this path over here, you might not be as successful, but you don't have to go through any of that. Mm-hmm. Which path would you choose? Would you choose to lose your eyesight, your foot? You know, not be able to talk that good again. Live with a husk. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you will end up in a better position or would you choose to take this path of this resistance and just live a nominal life? I don't want a nominal life, but I don't. I really don't need to lose my eyes. Yeah, exactly. Really yeah, I don't want to give up that. Yeah. I'm not giving up my eyesight. Is there a third option? Is there a third option that Lord? I don't know about that is, you're not telling me? You're not about? telling me? Well, the other option is that you could be born to a you know a first world country and you could be any skin pigment you want. Well, I'll take the best one that you could offer me. Maybe yes. the, least, the path of least resistance, resistance. Lord. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I don't. <laughs> I always find like. Like, this is my thought process. I always think that aliens, like, they would come and they would look at us and say, we are probably the the most ridiculous species <laughs> on the planet. And not ridiculous in that we're not in, ingenious or that we're not um, super talented because human beings are amazing. Amazingly amazing, talented. Amazing. Oh. But they will call us ridiculous because there's no other animal... <laughs> that discriminates within its own species. It's like there's a hierarchy. It's like if I'm a wolf, I'm a wolf. I'm either a strong wolf or a weak wolf. No, no wolf cares if I'm a black wolf. Well, actually, actually, that's not true. Lions actually find, um, like, they were doing this, this research. They were talking about the Lion King. And they were saying Scar would actually be more interesting to a female lion than Mufasa mm-hmm. because the black pigment in Scar's, Scar's skin mm-hmm. would actually signal to females that he has more testosterone so mm-hmm. he would be, be a more viable candidate mm. for sexual success okay. and offspring inside. so that's a little interesting, yeah, a little interesting. But, but honestly most animals they don't discriminate based on 
pigment pigmentation. Mm-hmm. It's like you're a viable candidate. Let's just let's just work with it. Let's make this work. Yes. But human beings have established this. Even male female relations, it's it's the same thing. It's like I want to be at the top of this hierarchy. I need to make people feel because they could overpower me. Yes. Let me make everybody feel that they're sub that they, they, what they are is less than what I am. Mm-hmm. I'm white. I'm male. You're black. You're female. <laughs> you're not as good as me. A white you, male. You're never never gonna be. So all of the texts that I write mm-hmm. are going to make sure to reinforce that okay. you know. Mm-hmm. All of the movies I'm going to make, I don't. We 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 probably a little young. I don't know if you remember black exploitation films. No. Black exploitation films like um, he named by Barry something Barry's song whatever. Um, Shaft was also a black exploitation nope, film. Don't know that person. Okay, you don't know Shaft. That's fine. Okay, most people know Shaft. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about black exploitation quickly. Yes. Black exploitation was a type of film where they would have a black protagonist. Yes. But he would envelop all of the stereotypes that they wanted oh. to to make prominent in black people. So things like. He was a caricature. He was a caricature. And they made a lot of them, a lot of black exploitation films. And they also created an industry where black people created black exploitation films after, sorry to say, the industry created that archetype of films to be made. Black exploitation films had in a lot of sex. They had in a protagonist who was usually not tied to a single woman. Mm -hmm. So he was very, um, you know, you know, you know promiscuous he was also very profane Mm -hmm. he was very usually well built very strong muscular which actually plays into his sexual prowess he actually had a big penis they actually made sure that this was the thing um the worst part of it and 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 other things like but still with all of these things he would have a nice car which usually was a cadillac or some kind of Mm -hmm. muscle car he had guns, he was violent, he yes. could fight really good. Mm-hmm. He, you know, it's just... He was a liar. Like, he, they made sure that he was a liar. Like yes, a, he had to be able yeah. to lie, which was him being street smart, smart, not being a liar. The worst part of it is the persons who allow themselves to be um, used to create this caricature. Well, the thing is, you would say that, but I actually have a lot of empathy for them because think, think of it like this. When are you going to make $50,000 outside of doing what they want you to do? Good point. The thing is, money money creates... And then you were blackballed. So and, and you will never get any other type of role, but you weren't going to get any roles anyway. And it's so funny how when money is involved, if you don't do it, somebody else... Is willing to do it. Steve Harvey <laughs> had this... Um, is willing. He had this... Um, comedy show one time and I think and I could be wrong he mentioned that they wanted him to play a monkey in a particular film oh this was the Steve Harvey show uh, yes I think yeah, yeah. I love they Steve wanted Harvey him show. to play a particular character in a film mm-hmm. and he was like no I'm not gonna be a monkey I'm not gonna be a monkey I won't do that mm-hmm. and then they slide him the check and he was like um, who, you know making yeah. the monkey sounds like, <laughs> like ready to be a monkey and it's are you willing to sell yourself for the character um in um what do you call it strengthening a stereotype about you about your people yeah correct simply for a check for a check correct and the crowd was laughing and i think had that um piece be um said in this era like 
two day. Steve Harvey would have been terribly cancelled. Yeah, yeah, he would have been cancelled. But at the time, it was paid for laughs. It was paid for laughs. And many people that laughed knew that they had the same standpoint as him. Yeah. I won't want to do it before a certain point. Everything can be bought. There's no such thing as a free lunch. You know? it's, it's really sad. I, you remember when Dave Chappelle left, um, <laughs> when he went to, to, I think it's South Africa? He went to Africa to live for a little bit. He, he basically was at the height of his career and he, he bust off the I don't remember the, the Dave him Chappelle going, show. but I know he spoke about it many times. Yes, he, he, he left, he left. And he said, he, he recounted why Many occasions, in bits and pieces. Dave yes. Chappelle is like that. Um, and he talked about, they gave him a check, and I think they wanted him to do something. He never said, I don't remember him saying what it was they wanted him to do, but he said that it was against every moral fight. Like, every moral fiber in his being said, this is wrong, and I'm, I don't want to do it. But the money, it was so much money. Dave Chappelle said he just like, he thought about it. Like, it was legit, like, but this is so much money. Mm-hmm. What I drew from it is this. When you hear Disney is worth, like, $111 billion, and that's just the film industry, that's just the yes. film part, worth $111 billion, no matter how much money you think is a lot of money, you really don't know. You, 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 there's no limit to what they could do to impress you when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Like, if $3 million is your price, that's nothing for them. Yes. If, if $20 million is your price, nothing for them. $100 million, nothing for them. It's mm-hmm. still nothing, no matter what you call. Yes. If, as long as they want you to do something, yes. the price is nothing. And what they stand to gain from it, especially in this time, is quantum. Like, they own you now. Yes. Like, if they want you to bark like a dog and then you, you got, Marvel you got movie... You got the best bark ever. You just lay down on all fours and bark like a dog mm-hmm. and, and just say, this is what we... If you sell out your people... Interesting this is, you mentioned that. Because, mm-hmm. back to Kanye West. Oh, uh, Kanye! <laughs> back to Kanye. Easy. Kanye, is it No Church in the Wild? No Church in the Wild. Where he mentioned, what's a God to an unbeliever? Yes. What's a mob to a king? What's a king, king to, to a, a god? god? What's, What's a, a god, god to an unbeliever who don't believe in anything? And in that line, it really puts what you, what you said into a different perspective, We are. You can have all of this money. You can have this money. Correct. But there's always that one person or one thing that you just can't buy. You cannot have it. You cannot have it. Cannot. And it, if, if you're in a position where I'm accustomed to have this because I have money and power to wield in front of people and you meet this person and you think that I can buy you based on these things that I have and the person go, no, it's almost confusing. Like, how dare you? How dare you tell me no? How dare you tell me no? I, I can double this. And you're like, no. I don't care. Like, what, what's the cost? And you're like, I'm just, I'm just not. And that comes down to something. That thing mm-hmm. that cannot be bought is a person's choice. Mm. And it seems so small in the universe, but we make that choice every day. Correct. To be bought are to stand our ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that because I think that boils everything down to its, its, ben, its essence. Its essence. But mm-hmm. you, know, you know what's interesting? As, as you were talking, I, I thought about Max Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> and him wanting to buy Snapchat. 
and they wouldn't sell, right? At any price, it, it didn't matter. They just, yeah. they like the platform and they wanted to not sell, sell it. Yeah. And he got mad. And you know what they did? The whole stories thing was developed by Snapchat. That, that whole idea of you, you, you're putting up some, some form of content and it disappearing in 24 hours. Yes. That was all Snapchat, right? It's on WhatsApp now. Have you seen it? It's on everything. It's, it's on, on everything. Because Facebook owns WhatsApp, Facebook owns Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook owns Facebook, Messenger. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else they own, but that, that, they own those platforms. And all of those, well, except Messenger. Messenger is basically just an extension of... Facebook. Facebook. But they're making it an extension of all of them now because yes. all of the messengers, I think, could be linked. linked together. I don't know why anybody would want that. But anyway, beyond that, what I'm saying is, after they refused him, he said, "You, how dare you refuse us? I am going to put stories in all of these platforms. Within weeks, Facebook had stories. They call it stories. Mm-hmm. Um, WhatsApp had statuses, I think, mm-hmm. in a couple of months. And then Instagram had stories a couple months into it too. No, they got reels. And no, he doesn't. No, he's like, it's like a jeering. It's like, it's so egotistical because he's like, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. Because I just in, I just took your idea and put it into my stuff. And there's nothing you could do about it. Because you can't, if you try to sue me, if you try to carry me to court, I have lawyers that could keep you tied up for years. Mm-hmm. You can't, it's like suing Disney. <laughs> Like, you go to Disney World and you say, I didn't enjoy this experience. I'm going to sue you. There's nowhere you, Jacinthia, or Miss Stephen Smith, or this community of St. Kitts and Nevis could go up against against Disney World. There's nowhere. We could could pull all our resources, get all our lawyers to work on this. We still cannot... Get, we cannot win. We it, can't win. It's, it's just... It's not going to happen. It's very scary. It because... Literally, money has bought so much. Mm-hmm. But if money can't buy one thing, so if money has bought the law, has bought the politicians, has bought um, people's soul, mm-hmm. has bought um, ideas, has bought companies that were once competitors, why, how dare you, Jacinthia, tell me that I can't buy you? And that's why I feel like even in the entire system, everything encourages you to get into debt as soon as uh, possible. As soon get as possible. Get into debt as soon as possible. Take a loan. Have you heard of tuition? <sighs> tuition. Take a loan for your house. Take a loan for this. Because once you're in debt, once you're in debt, you're in a state of need, mm-hmm. which means if anybody comes to you with an offer, you're more likely to take that offer yes. because you want to get out of that hole. Like... People are talking about, oh, you know, debt isn't bad. I'm not saying debt is bad, good, mm-hmm. or anything. But I'm saying what, what it does to an entire community is it makes us desperate. Yes. And it makes us not, we're not resilient against change. Like, if we lose our jobs, we need another job mm-hmm. pronto. Mm-hmm. We would do almost anything because we are in debt. debt. Sometimes I don't always think that I'm able to contribute to a matter. What? When? At there are moments where persons would be having a conversation and I have the ability to join in, chime in, and I go, I don't know enough about this to co- um, contribute. You know, I really wish that people would say that sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, really? Yeah, like, yeah, I guess so, yeah. They've been, it would be very pragmatic. I feel like sometimes I, I'm, not, I'm not versed in this, like, if you come to me and talk, like, like somebody was asked, we were talking, I have a conversation the other day and somebody was asking me about 
um, I think it was it was something to do with science, to do with the vaccination, but also to do with pathogens. Mm-hmm. And I said my like my exposure to this is extremely limited. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a scientist. I am not a lab worker, and what I know of pathogens is not enough to educate you. Mm-hmm. Or, or to say anything or to of have work. an opinion I don't have an opinion I could cite I could cite what I what I've come up come, like, come across come across but I don't have an opinion of it because I don't know enough about it mm-hmm. like I can't tell you about pathogens like don't go over there and get this pathogen I don't even know there was pathogen. a point in my life where I didn't speak about religion race and relationships no I didn't speak about them at all at all like not in an open setting where if 20 million people listen to this, they'll, they'll hear it. I might speak am- about it amongst persons, mm-hmm. but we are persons that are able to quote me and have record of oh, my quote. I wouldn't say it. Yeah. And I guess it, it had, I guess why I created that for myself is because I was already a face that people recognize and mm-hmm. a voice that people recognize and a name. So I didn't want to be held. Comes back to my earlier statement with your mention. Um, Absolutes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But there was a moment that I didn't speak about them because I just felt, especially religion, that I was not the best person to speak about religion. Religion is one of the most divisive topics. It of, is um, because I could I could speak, and this is these this is the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. There are times when you don't want to speak on something because you're not versed enough in it. Mm-hmm. And there are also times when you could see both sides of a situation so clearly mm-hmm. that you legit don't have a str- not that you don't have strong opinions, but you're not leaning either way. And mm-hmm. the public doesn't deal with that well. It makes it, it sound indecisive. Like, like, why don't you have a stance on this? So because I could see both points. Mm-hmm. Like the other day I had a, a situation with a friend of mine. There were criticizing a business, mm-hmm. um, well, a business person. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that, you know, they're subcontracted. They're, they're usually subcontract. So they do work for this person, and this person charges, like, say, four or five times more mm-hmm. than what they pay them. Yeah. So they were like, this is extortion, this is terrible. I said, um, what do you do for a living? And the person said, well, I have a full-time job. Okay, let's stop right there. This person that is employing you does not have a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Well, not like you. They're Mm -hmm. not getting a salary. They only get paid based on what they do. Mm -hmm. They're not getting paid based on what services they offer. So Mm -hmm. when you go out to do work for them, they're paying you for your time, Mm -hmm. but they also need to be paid. A price that you agree to. A price that you agree to. You're going to negotiate. If you negotiate it and they were... Um, assholeish about it, then I can almost go. Of course, go, you could go. Hmm. You you be manipulative. But until you negotiated better, then why are you complaining? Exactly. There's mm-hmm. no complaint. There's only jealousy in there. You 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 you're, you're arguing from a point of I want more because I'm. It's not that I wasn't satisfied while I was being paid. Mm-hmm. Is that no one have more information? I want to change the deal. Yes. And that's not how that's not how business really works. If you want to pursue that, then fine. Mm-hmm. But then I'm guaranteeing that what the person is going to want to do is to up their price on their end. So if if it is that you say, okay, I used to make three hundred dollars on this job, and you go to the person and say, well, I really think this service is worth a thousand dollars. Yes. That business owner is going to have two decisions. One, 
how am I going to absorb this? Mm -hmm. Am I going to charge it to the client? Am I just going to charge the client an extra $700 to compensate for the fact that I have to pay you more? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to search for a different service provider who's going to be able to do it for this price? Mm -hmm. Either way, both ways are business driven ways they're yes. not personal it's not about you uh, liking you or uh, wanting to defraud you or anything mm -hmm. it's just i have to find a way to make me ends meet yes you know what i mean it's not it's not, i told him like you have to start thinking about this as a business you're thinking about this as doing work for an hour this mm -hmm. person is thinking about feeding the family for the month yes and if they want to get two three jobs then they have to make enough to do that yeah you're offering a service that is affordable, obviously, mm -hmm. to them. And you're doing, you're providing a decent service for them. It's like, but for me, I don't have a strong standpoint. Even as I'm speaking strongly about yes. this business standpoint, I don't have a strong standpoint on that because I could also understand how you feel. Mm -hmm. And you might not have been seeing this as a business arrangement. You, you, you probably cite like, this is my boy and I'm kind of helping him out. Mm -hmm. But I feel like he's using me. Have the conversation with him. Correct. That and we don't like the conversation. No, because we don't. As black people are doing, if it's black people are doing, if it's Caribbean people, we hate talking about money. I don't understand why. Like, because we've... One time I told somebody how much I make um, at where I was working at the time. And they go, you're making that amount? And I go, well, how much did you think I was making? Oh. And they mentioned how much they thought I was making. I go, well, yeah, well, I'm not making that. They go, how... How do you even... And I went on. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, you should, you should be getting more because of this and that and that and that. Mm -hmm. And they wanted me to add on the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, too. And I go, I can't because miss me um, agreeing with you in certain cases mean that I have not taken up the opportunity to want it for myself. Mm, mm. You want it for me, but I don't want it. It's not that I don't want, want it. it. It's that you're saying all of these different things and I have not addressed them with the person who is paying me. Mm. So me saying, oh, well, yes, they should and they should and they should, it's very, it's, it's, an, it's nasty because I work with the person. If Correct. I have these feelings, let me communicate them communicate it to them, to them yeah. and if they don't go along with it and if I gave them great reasons and they decided to you know so that way they don't care about that then I can say well yes I can agree with you yeah. on these things but until I know where they stand mm. I can't I think that's very 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 mature I think most people just get swelled up with the emotion yeah I should make more money you know and then they go they go with that negative energy mm -hmm. to the workplace or and to the person how much do you think this person is valued we, do, we just don't like to talk about money. And also too, also too, I think there's in your in your situation there's a, a bunch of other factors that are not being taken into account here. Mm -hmm. For example, you might be doing a job, but you're kind of training on the job to do the job that mm -hmm. you're doing. So you might not. The person might have to divert some resources in order to get you to where you need to be. Mm -hmm. Like that input, that investment is 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 valuable as well. Mm -hmm. You're learning to do something that you might not have known been able to do. To do. It, it, and it's also too, like, if you raise, like, minimum wage. Like, I mean, somebody had a conversation about minimum wage. And I was always like, minimum wage is the way it is. And this is also a divisive issue that I don't take any particular side of, but I do understand both sides. Mm -hmm. Minimum wage is entry level. It's, yes. it's supposed to be entry level. You come in here without, you come into me 
without any experience or with minimal work experience in yes. this specific field. I am going to have to train you. I'm going to have to deal with your mess ups mm -hmm. and your lack of efficiency at doing this job because you're going to be learning it. Yes. I cannot pay you five, eight, sixteen thousand dollars and you don't know what the heck you're doing. Mm -hmm. You you might even be more of a liability than you are an asset yes. at this point. If you get to a point where you feel like you're contributing to the business and that you're helping the business to make a lot of money and you're, you're becoming a... Then you need to sit down with whoever employs you and say, look, listen, I've come in here and I've raised efficiency by 16%. Um, we are now... Functioning doing, better. Functioning better. Mm -hmm. And it should translate more toward more income for the business. Is it possible or can we possibly deal with this sort of raise increment? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, because I'm offering this amount of... And the person could then, on the other side, because you, you see one side of the business, you might not see the other side. You might mm -hmm. not be seeing the side that we've been losing money for the last 18 years. Mm -hmm. So even your 16% increase in, in dollars really, really just doesn't. means that we're, we, we're bleeding less, yes. but we're still bleeding. bleeding. I cannot afford to pay any money. And some people are like, yeah, but you're the driver big... No, 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 no. That has nothing to do with the business. That has you're looking at my personal benefit, mm -hmm. but I run the business. Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with the business. And if I'm bleeding, I might as well bleed in a nice car. I might as well bleed with AC. Yeah. You know, so that it don't feel so hot. But mm -hmm. I, I'm not even talking about that because that, that could be a whole long well, conversation. Yes. But I'm just saying, you the conversation you need to have that because you're not getting the full picture from where you're standing. You're only standing at I'm making minimum wage. You're not yes. standing at, the, is the business doing well? You're not standing at the accounts level. You're not standing at the managerial mm. level. You're not standing at, well, Susie, you make minimum wage, but you really don't contribute to this business. You come here, you sit down for six hours a day, and you don't really do anything. We're legit paying you to do the minimal amount of things. Mm -hmm. We could hire somebody who is 10 years younger than you, to do exactly what you are doing, and they will bring nothing. They, they will. We will lose nothing from mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Yes. And people are inherently, and not so lazy. We mean people are inherently lazy when it comes to businesses because there's a fight, an internal struggle, yes. which I find to be interesting. Like you work for a business, but like you don't really like the business that you work for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like. Man, I'm getting no more time. As soon as 3 30 come, as I soon can't. as 4 o'clock come, I'm out here, you know, and I'm gonna come in at 8 30. I was having a friend with, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, mm -hmm. and we were discussing jobs and careers. And she was saying that she wants a job, she wants a job, she wants a job. And I said, But do you want a career? <laughs> and she was like, I guess she didn't grasp. She didn't grasp, grasp no, the no, answer, no. grasp the question, question at yeah. the time. Uh -huh. Because if you want a job, somebody can hire you and you can show up this time and leave this time within this period mm -hmm. and collect some money. Correct. But if you have a career, you become more marketable as a person mm -hmm. with or without the job. Correct. So let's look at everything that you are capable of doing, everything that you have. Mm -hmm. And let's map this life out. Let's map out this career. Correct. Because until the job comes, and hopefully it's a job within your career, mm -hmm. let's establish what your career is. True. And a lot of people don't think like that. People work for a company for 15 years and complain that, you know, they're not moving up the pay scale. And 
essentially it's a job and the person coming in for a year will get the same amount as you even though you've been here longer and you may have to train them and I may get a little bit more or whatever the circumstance is but it's a job that the company already allotted this amount for Mm -hmm. so until you are able to market yourself and move up the scale then you'll be stuck you'll be stuck here correct and people don't think like that and there are certain jobs that require a certain pay Mm-hmm. And it's it sounds harsh to say, but it really does require a certain pay. Mm-hmm. Just as just as a doctor require a certain pay, uh, and I'm gonna use this very loosely, a custodian require a certain pay okay. range, and they're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. And I think the government, even the government, would look at it similarly. Like for example, like. What do we? What are we trying to do with the hospital? Are we trying to spend more more money for the hospital? No. no, we're not trying to spend more money on a hospital because a hospital, especially our socialist sort of hospital, where you could get, where nobody gonna lay you dead, yes. right? Um, we hope you don't die. I hope on you our don't table. die on our table. We're actually actively trying to make sure that you live, yes. right? Um, even without money, even mm-hmm. without you paying, yes. Like if you go to the hospital, they're not gonna say. Um, well, you're in dire straits and we're going to just, well, you ain't got no insurance, so that's it for you. No, mm-hmm. nobody, that's not going to happen. Is the government going to be trying to put more money into this versus tourism versus any other money generated? Because the hospital doesn't generate a profit. Mm-hmm. And it's the same where some businesses look at certain departments. It's like, no offense to custodians, I think custodians are very, very necessary. Very necessary. Like, without custodians, I think you have a, a, an institute or a facility that nobody would want to be Working, in. Working, yes. Correct. So there's a value being provided. Mm-hmm. Correct. But there's a certain allocation of funds because even though you're providing a value for that specific thing mm-hmm. that you're doing, you're not providing any direct revenue. Yes. A doctor provides direct Revenue. Yes. People come to him to get advice mm-hmm. from a, a person with some authority in this field, mm-hmm. and they're willing to pay yes. a significant amount of money for that care and that advice. You're not doing that from the department that you're in. Mm-hmm. If you're in secretarial affairs, yes, you're is that implicit cost? Is 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 uh, um, economic knowledge is is sort of stringent? <laughs> is it implicit cost? I'm not sure what that's called. Where I'm paying you to do this thing, but I'm not gaining. In, there's no profit here apart from a mm-hmm. comfort. It, yeah, it's yeah. yeah, like our maintenance. Maintenance. Yeah, maintenance. Yes. Like you need a secretary. Like yes. it, it, you're not gonna. You don't have the time to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're a doctor, anybody. If mm-hmm. you're anybody working, a lawyer, whatever. You need somebody to help you do this because you're only one person. Yes. And while you're doing something, this person could be handling. The, that. The, that that part of it. So they do offer some implicit value, but you, they're not offering the value of being a clone to you. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's yes. it. Like, like if you were another lawyer, then we could handle twice as much cases. Mm-hmm. You know, without secretaries, we might not be, hand, be able to handle the amount of cases that we're handling now. But, but not they have be- the skill to do these cases. Exactly. The skill is there. And the independence. Because, okay, let me, let, I'll, I'll do it from a, a perspective of which I know mm-hmm. well. If I am hiring somebody to do photography, yes. like I need a secondary photographer, right? Um, if that person is coming with a certain amount of training, expertise, and whatever, I'm going to pay them more. Why? Because I could do something completely different to them and trust that they will produce a certain level of work that would 
for my Miro. company mirror my work to some extent mm-hmm. or be good enough or be more than good enough for the client and what their expectations are. Yes. If I can't, if I'm bringing on somebody who does not know what they're doing, I am going to pay them less because I'm going to have to babysit you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to see what you're doing and make sure that you're not wasting my time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make sure that the client is pleased. I'm going to have to... So it's like I'm not able to fully be, leave you to be autonomous. I have to look at you. And I want you to be here because maybe I might get one and a quarter of the work done, mm-hmm. but I'm not being able to, I'm not able to do twice as much work mm-hmm. because you're here, because I have to look after you. And me hiring you at that level, as you mentioned earlier, is a risk. It's a risk, because you could mess up everything, mm-hmm. and then the only work I get is the work that I put in, which might not be 100% because I was babysitting you so many mm-hmm. times. You see what I mean? Like, yes. the two of us really making up about one person, yes. but we are two people. Mm-hmm. If you were not here... I would probably get more done. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yes. Correct. So, so it's like that. It's like, it's not to say that you're not offering value, but it's just to say that I can't make, you're not offering a significant amount of income for me to yes. justify paying you more money. Yes. It, it's funny. People don't see it because in, in, in our Caribbean culture, we, the majority of us judge investment by the amount of time spent yes. not by the quality of output mm-hmm. so it's not it's like I've been working here for 15 years I should yes. be making this amount of money why is it that and the why part is based a lot of the times on I've been here doing what being here <laughs> doing what the same thing if you've been doing the same exact thing mm-hmm. for 8 years mm-hmm. why would the company pay you more. Mm-hmm. But like, when I say the same thing, the same outcomes, I'm not talking about doing the same because you could be doing the same thing, but you, the company is getting more reputable. Yes. We're getting more clients. Mm-hmm. You're producing more mm-hmm. of the same thing. It's like a factory. Yes. If we're only doing 10 donuts and we make $100 a month mm-hmm. and you've been doing 10 donuts for 10 years, why would we be paying you more than $20 a month? Like, it makes no business sense. We'd only be doing that out the goodness of our hearts, which again should be it's, sometimes, but it doesn't have the to. The topic is so heavily layered that even within the points and opinions that we have, there is always that. Mm. But there's ah, this caveat there, though. There's this counterweight uh, though. It's just, I can't say it. And not know it's that not this. Complete. No, it's not. It's not. It's not complete. It's not painting the complete picture. No, it's, it's, not. it's not. It's the three sixty spectrum, and we're in this one. We're looking in this one direction, and it's not that we don't. We don't know that there is this There's circle more. There's of more. issues and concerns. But this particular thing is. Uh, I think. I think. I think. And and maybe it it really annoys people the way that I process things because I process things like yin and yang. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Within the yin and yang symbol, you have the white, but there's mm-hmm. some black in it, mm-hmm. and the black, but there's some white in it, mm-hmm. and they both make up equals. Like, that's how I think in my mind. I would be saying something, I'm like, but Stephen, though. Yes. <laughs> but yes. Stephen, but, 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 but is that decent? It makes sense. It makes sense. But is it, is it human? Is what it? is human, really? What is human, really? funny maybe it, mm. maybe it matches but it doesn't with what you were saying about the, the split so someone asked me the other day you know why I'm single and I said it's because I'm selfish and oh wow <laughs> it's because I'm selfish you know straight up and they go 
I could say niggas on here. Well, you can say anything yeah, you want. You can say anything. I was like, but niggas ain't shit. Though. I was like, niggas ain't shit. <laughs> let's, let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but in addition to that, I'm a selfish person. And they like, oh, you know, I'm a lot of other people out here selfish, and I'm like, you're con- you're thinking that I'm I'm I'm, I'm selfish and. Guys may not like the fact that I'm selfish. I'm saying that I'm selfish and I know that I'm selfish and I don't want to waste any, anybody else's time. I've wasted enough people's time so far, you know, on working on the selfishness. But I don't feel like wasting anybody else's yes, time. Fine. That's why I'm single. And I think they really wanted to have that niggas ain't shit conversation. Yeah, they did. They, they needed really that. Did. They, they needed wanted that sounding board. Yes. Like, just if you say, just if you say it, niggas ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> In this case, it's it's really my selfishness. Yeah. It's really my inability to think beyond myself in the relationship department. I would I would piggyback and say this. Um, my I'm a bit older, so yes. the conversation for me is: Why are you not married? Why don't you have children? Um, I don't. I'm not married, and I don't have children because I I, I haven't found that I am ready for that. Like mm-hmm. I think I have a lot of work to do. Before I get into that. Now, am I getting there? I think I am. I think I am happy that I didn't indulge in either of those things Mm -hmm. to this point. Because I felt like if I did, I would have messed up really royally. Mm -hmm. Given where my mind was at at that point. I was very mature. Mm -hmm. It's also very selfish. I think I'm growing less selfish, but I'm still a little selfish. Um, Not that selfish. (laughs) But but what I'm saying is, like, I'm happy that 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 when your timeline said that I should be at this point, Mm -hmm. that I didn't follow into believing that I should be Mm -hmm. and and, and pretending that I should be when Mm -hmm. I know I am not. Yes. Like, I think one of the biggest problems is that we always want to blame our situations on people on the out, or things yeah. are happening on the outside. Like, oh, it's an external issue. Or oh, Jacinthia is single because these guys out here ain't really know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's, it's sometimes, me. sometimes it's, it's a me. combination. It's a but combination sometimes, but sometimes it's me though. It's like me. sometimes it's me. Like most of my relationships that didn't work. Like when I do, when I do, you know, my mm-hmm. introspection. It's my fault why they didn't work. They didn't. It's not that the person wasn't trying or they weren't good. It's my fault. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't ready and I was scared and I, I was afraid and I took it out and I ran away because I felt like it was getting too serious and it was getting mm-hmm. too heavy and it frightened me. Like that's the honest truth that's of it. That's the honest truth of it. Yeah. It is. But but people but people don't want to hear that because it's like they, they want to sympathize with you say but you're such a nice person and I like you so, so why don't other people yeah, like you but I'm like you like the surface version of me you're not you're not my girlfriend you're not my partner you really yeah. don't know who I am in that yes in role. that in that facility in that department of my life you have no idea I am I may not be the jolly you know, happy-go-lucky happy person that you imagine me to be. Because when that department, when I enter into that department, my values are different. My yeah. beliefs are different. My wants and needs are, are different. different. So for right now, I choose to um, sort of close, not close the department. I'm not taking the sign off the door. Uh-huh. But I'm saying I can't hire anybody to sit at the front of this department because... Uh, all the other departments are, you know. They, and also, too, you gotta work on, you gotta work on making sure the infrastructure mm-hmm. is set up infrastructure well for, set for up. them. It, it, it's, it's such an interesting. What are they gonna do? Come in and sit on the floor? 
True. <laughs> and then I don't to, to yeah. drink. Anyone got a little dispenser? No. Because I'm I don't I'm not ready for that. I'm like not ready for that. people don't want to hear that because they're like. And the thing is also to my requirements of you change depending on what we are where we you stand, uh, where we stand together. Yeah. Like if we're friends, I'm gonna meet you talk to you. I might talk to you every day, but yeah. it's going to be a different conversation. Different it's not conversation. like a conversation of, Jacinthia, I don't feel like you're giving me enough love. Like, that's not the conversation I'm having. If the conversation I have is, what are you doing? Let's go lame, uh, let's go chill, uh, buy me like that girl at all, you know? Yeah. Like, it's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the other day, I had a, a situation, I was actually contemplating this, where, like, even indulging in conversations with significant others is taxing. Like, yes. it's, it's a di- it's, if I'm talking to my friend, I could be loose. I could be un- a little bit more unfiltered mm-hmm. um, because I'm not so concerned about their feelings. Yeah, and the they're also not emotionally yeah. invested in me either. They're like, yeah. Stephen is a jack. And they don't care. Like, like some of the stuff, they will just bounce off their back. Yes. But if you're in a relationship, you, you can't just be out here willy-nilly just breaking... Lewd in the streets. No, you can't. You, you can't be doing that. No, you can't be doing that. And you also can't say... You can't say certain things to your partner in the way that you would say, like, willy-nilly. Because... Mm. I mean, it, I'm not saying it takes a lot of effort because you probably have already cultured... You know, you develop a culture between one another. So it's, mm. not, it's, it's, it's more of a situation of... I might not be fully aware that I'm doing this mm-hmm. but I know that this conversation is not going to be the same as if I'm talking to my friend Nikhil point blank like mm-hmm. point blank like I'm gonna have to adjust to certain sensibilities and I've done that over time mm-hmm. but it's not gonna be the same and it's a little taxing like sometimes you can't you, you, you could say more with your partner than you could say with your friend because you could be a little bit more honest mm-hmm. but also when it comes to them you kind of have to like know how they Tailor feel the about honesty. certain things and know how to say it or how to put it in a way that would make them feel or not upset their sensibilities. Mm-hmm. And they do the same thing for you. So it's not like, it's not just one-sided. Mm-hmm. You know, it's reciprocal. Like, they're not going to say, you know, Stephen, yeah, to billionaires, you know, because they're not going to make me upset. Like, yeah. no, billionaires are unnatural. Like, <laughs> like, so, so, so it's like, it's like that. And it becomes taxing. It's only the other day when I was thinking about it, it's like you spend five hours also talking to somebody that you love, right? And... Sometimes after the five hours, you want like at least twenty minutes to just like decelerate. Like yes. I just want to lie here and not really say anything. Yes. Uh, I don't really want to do. I don't want you in my space right now. Yeah, just give me like give me twenty minutes. Give me an hour. Go give home. me two days. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go home. And that's the thing that I don't understand. How people? That's my one mystery of yeah. marriage. Like yeah. how do you deal with this person all the time? You know, the Bible stays, says that we are, we sin in thought, thought deed, deed, and action. Yeah. Is action the last one is? Thought, deed, and the next one. In thought, and it's three, it's three things? Maybe it's two. Okay, so I think that married couples are all murderers in thought. Not in action, per se. Murderers. But in, murderers. But I really believe so. That... A husband and a wife, at some point, have thought, if I really want to kill this man, how will I do it? Correct. I think so. I really think so. I don't want to agree with this because I think you'll make me look bad. <laughs> murderers in thought. Oh, maybe, maybe not murderers. Murderers are, uh, is a very heavy it's word. Heavy. It's heavy. heavy. So, uh, 
I don't know, but maybe maybe it's murderers. Maybe it's murderers. I, I, could I could I be honest? I don't think I've ever felt like I've gone through the thought process of killing somebody, slapping. Maybe okay. Maybe uh, maybe yeah. abuse. Are like, we gonna use the a word? Abusive. <laughs> 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 I don't know, but I really believe that. I think I think this is why, like kink, and like certain types of expressions are really cathartic yes. in certain relationships or like even the way you relate in certain ways like has to be a certain way just so you could get that energy out mm-hmm. like because yeah it's like I can't hold this out like I don't want to miss this let's channel this into a positive way yes it's or like like some some relationships they don't explore it through the kink they explore it through like competitiveness mm-hmm. like like they play games or they have a sport or they swim or they do something that they could they could compete in they bet you know yes. like they have something and that's catharsis they need that energy because otherwise you just slaughter one another in your sleep it's true mm-hmm. I don't know how people deal with it especially I don't know how women process it um, maybe some women are more built to be that way so maybe some guys too are built to be that way but like I just always like what like, happen when I want me there? Like, what yes. happen when I, what happen when I want like deal with these kids? Like, like who, 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 who gonna like who gonna judge me? Like when I say like, like not today. Like I saw somewhere on the internet they were talking about deadbeat kids. Continue what we're saying. <laughs> deadbeat kids. Deadbeat kids. <laughs> Maybe the ones that wouldn't leave. Deadbeat kids where you know deadbeat dad really just don't wanna be around or you know they, they choose every opportunity except to, to, spend time with run, their child. Yeah, yeah. And the guy was like, What if the child is an absolute asshole? What if the child what is if? just annoying and just push every single button that swirls you over the edge? What if the child is that? And that's why I rather send my money to Western Union and just be <laughs> done with it. Or send it to the court. Send it to the court. Like, like, put it on a bank account. You deal with that monster. Yes. I, I, I do think though, like when it comes to kids, it it it, it, it it's kind of twofold. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, as the parent, would have a lot to do with mm-hmm. the kid being a total waste. Like yeah. you have something. I'm not saying it's all your fault. Mm-hmm. God forbid, some children. Oh my God! They get some influences and they just run with it. Run but, with it. But but boy, when they're young and small, yes, like you got something to do with this. You 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 need to reevaluate what you're doing with this mm-hmm. child because this child is out of control. Like all the way. Like all the way. Like like Mari still do, does that thing where he brings the children on and you try to straighten them out in an episode. Oh, you mean with like the, the boot camp episodes? Boot episodes. And uh, then they got a guy coming in like, you sit down, you give me, you shut your, your mouth. Your mom works 10 jobs. <laughs> and it's like, that's one, that's a short part of the experience and they don't always, you know, the mother is crying, you know, my child shoved me down the steps and, and he laughed at me. There's something that happened. That push that child to shove it. Children just don't shove their parents down the steps. Some people are awful Willfully, parents. willfully. Because children can be childish, you know? Correct, like, correct, Plain. Correct. But like willfully, knowingly, nah. I've always, I've always found it interesting how we deal with abusive, well, being abusive by being more abusive. Mm-hmm. And then the child doesn't change. Because the thing is, 
any child would know when they're outwitted or outmatched. Like, yes. I think as a child, that's one of the instincts. Yes. This person could, outpower, could overpower me. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think I have a chance. So I'm going to shut up. I'm going to humble. I'm going to do what they say. And then when I reach back home and I reach my weak mother, my weak father, I'm going to just terrorize them the same way. Mm -hmm. In fact, I will have more skills on how to terrorize them because mm -hmm. I've just learned all of these yeah. abusive techniques from this man who shouted, shouted at me 24 hours a day for two weeks. And I didn't hear a thing he was saying. Because I don't care. Or I would hear enough to be able to do what he says to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to oppose him. I'm going to be enough very well Enough to get well over the spirit so that I can just So go I could go home. back home mm -hmm. and I could deal with my parents and tell them how dear they sent me to this, this crackhead here. Y'all thought I was me. done. Y'all thought I was done? I'm getting back. I'm 2.0 now. 2 I'm getting back to you now 2.0. In fact, 2.2. <laughs> I'm better than this Then now. beat 3,000. But it, it has all to do with parenting. I don't, think, I don't think disciplining the child without addressing the parenting mm -hmm. is going to help for long term. I don't think it's a long term strategy. Yeah. If you're not dealing with their home environment, mm -hmm. you're only temporarily taking them out, seeing some change and mm -hmm. putting them right back in the environment that made them the way that they are. Mm -hmm. Children are sponges is what you give them. They're going to soak it up. The, the, even if they, they're going to be away from you sometimes, so they're going to soak up some things that you didn't give them. Mm -hmm. But when you see those things, you have to nip it in the bud early. Otherwise, it's going to fester and develop into a horrible human being. There are children who go on the play field and just push a child down who they do not know. Where did they get that from? A where demon? Did, where's that anger? Where's that anger coming from? It has to come from somewhere. I'm not saying it, it, the anger is coming from the parents. Mm -hmm. but I'm saying the parents have to be the one to, hey, redirect, re-guide, mm -hmm. put this child back on the path that they need to be on. And they need to do it quickly. The longer they stay to do it, the, the more it's going to fester. And I'm not saying do it with abuse. I'm saying bring home child home and beat them to death because that's not help. That, I, don't, I don't feel, mm -hmm. honestly that certain things need to be dealt with with pain. Mm -hmm. I do think, though, that sometimes they do need to be dealt with with some level of discomfort. Yes. Because children don't have the capacity, especially small children, they don't have the capacity to, to associate wisdom sometimes from mm -hmm. the words that you're saying. In fact, mm -hmm. there's a big language barrier between you and your two-year-old. Yeah. They do not understand what you're trying. These grand... Words... And these grand theories and mm -hmm. these grand concepts that you're trying to say, look, you don't want to be like that. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. I actually, this I'm having fun. a fun time. A lot of fun. Beating. When I rolled on the truck. hill at school and dirty my shirt, I'm I having had so, so much fun. fun. You see what I mean? It's like, but you, but 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 you're dirtying yourself. So, did I die? No, I might not get scabbed, but I'm still alive. A ball and a. Mm -hmm. I'm tougher now. Mm -hmm. I don't see what you're saying, mom. Like nothing you say makes sense. I'm that having scares a great me time. as a as a as a child bearer, as a as a, a child potential carrier, a potential child carrier person. It it scares me too. As a mother, you don't have to beat them. I'm sorry. You don't have I to. will. You don't have to beat them sometimes. Not beat them all the time, but mm -hmm. you know, beat. Like sometimes it's like don't do that. And and they would associate doing that. With, with, the, with, with pain. And you go to the school and you say, look, he's been having, he's been developing this bad habit and I'm working to again, so I need to help me. Because well, he here, he can't be getting away with it neither. Mm -hmm. So make sure when you see him do this, and this is where the community thing, like, you know, they say like, 
it takes a community to raise a child. It does. Because if you're saying one thing and the child is not getting away with it with mm-hmm. you, but they gain, gain away with it in school, they're going to develop... You know, it takes a village. And I love... Continue what we're saying. No, go ahead. I'm done. That's it fine. takes a village. I think, though, that, especially in this culture, the village that we have had and our four parents have had is a toxic village. It could be. Yes. It's, it's a toxic village. Why? We need, the, we need the home, we need the school, we need the church, we need the neighbors. Mm-hmm. But it was done in such a way that it shamed the child from developing who they are and who they can be by trying to make them who you want them to be. Mm. And I think that is where now the, it takes a village, it, the village is so much smaller mm-hmm. now because don't, t- don't tell me about my child because... Yeah, because then that parent now knew that as a child, Miss Susie down the road, mm, Sammy... So she's carrying that... Yeah, she's carrying that trauma of, I reach home and before Susie see me walking up the road with a lollipop in my hand, Susie know that my mother ain't give me money to... Your mother couldn't possibly give her money to buy a lollipop. Let me call Marshall. Marshall is the phone. But Susie get a lollipop. So you don't know, the parent don't know the story of why this child is doing this thing outside of the uh, um, authority, uh, outside of the, uh, what do you call that? Home. Mm-hmm. So when they come home without addressing it and knowing the story, I'm going to beat this child. Mm-hmm. So now this child become a thief or they hide yeah, you know hide, Miss Susie um, Miss Susie live on the top road yeah, man, I'm like gonna she... walk on the bottom road correct, and correct. that child becomes a parent and that trauma small mm-hmm. um, diminishes not diminishes um, shrinks their village the mm-hmm. people that should help that them they, they trust. don't they yeah. trust yes yeah, yeah. They, 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 they're themselves and they grow up with this mm-hmm. and it's it, again it festers Till they're old and mm-hmm. they know they have kids and they can't trust Susie to tell mm-hmm. them anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't tell me not about my child. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're just willful and bad and dangerous. Mm-hmm. It, it, the, the toxicity in that is both, it's, it's two-sided. Mm-hmm. Because you, as an adult, you haven't, you haven't matured past, and I'm not saying matured past the trauma, because you really have to heal past trauma. Mm-hmm. You haven't healed past trauma. And I think mm-hmm. you, need to, you need to work on that as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the communication line, like, I think when we were younger and when I was younger, it was more beat the child first and don't understand anything. So, like, mm-hmm. children grew up feeling like their parents was inaccessible to their own thoughts. So yes. I am not going to tell you how I feel or what I think because you're going to just discredit it anywhere mm-hmm. and you're going to beat me anywhere. Mm-hmm. So just bang me and let me go. Like, I remember one time a child telling the parent that to their face, eh? Yeah. Just bang me and let, let me, let me, call licks going cool. Just bang me so I could, I could go mm-hmm. where I'm going. Because mm-hmm. I'm going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they, of course, they get the blows. Yeah. But like, this, they were realistic about what they think because... You you done farm you 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 um your actions them already you don't yes. know what you're gonna they do. They know to you. Me. They know you when it comes to me. Correct. Yes. So like like why 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 would I even put up any resistance? Like why would I even talk to you about anything? Because I know, know the process. I, it's routine at this point. It's routine. It's just you you asking me what why I did what I did changes nothing about what you're going to do to me. I think that's bad parenting too. I think it's and very. And this though. Children should be seen and not heard. I hate that. Oh no, my like God! That. Who came up with that? Have you ever like as an adult? Because I'm finally an adult. I yeah, think. Yeah, we can say it. It's yeah. oh, terrible. terrible. Have you ever sat down to speak with like a three-year-old or a toddler? The most fascinating ideas and experiences. 
experiences with a child. Amazing. It is. I sat down to speak with these ladies. She trust. She entrusted me to look at her child and was like, "Oh God, why did she do this?" <laughs> as, as she sends the anxiety. <laughs> yes, and you know he would he would have been in my care for about an hour while she's um, away, but mm-hmm. not too far away. And so I was like, "So, what do you like?" And they were telling me about the space and stars, and how the universe having a billion stars, and we are stars, and it sounds like they're teacher must have <laughs> indoctrinated, <laughs> indoctrinated them. them and you know and then they started talking about covid and there was like you know how germs are cured and i was like tell me and they're like soap remove the top layer of yes, the germs which it does and i'm there like how do you know yes soap remove the top layer of the germ and then when you so you have to um use the soap for 20 seconds and by counting 20 seconds is and one and two and three and i'm just in love with this conversation with this little boy in love with it because you can tell that he's not always able to express. to express himself. And I was happy that in that moment, I just sat there and I listened. And I, the wows, I was the ad-libs with the wows <laughs> and the ooh and the ah oh, and the tell me more. And his eyes Acting, and then he sat up and then his back is straight and he's, there, he's and like, he's did you know? And when he's saying, the, did you know his gestures Emphatic, and everything? Yeah. Yes, and it's so amazing. And we've stripped, parents can sometimes strip creativity and life out of children by not allowing them to be human. Correct. And to share the perspective. Share the it's perspective. It's very important. Yes. Yeah, you, know, you know, it's funny, and we're going to have to probably wrap it up. But, yes. Um, it's funny because I think, I watched this thing. I don't know if you you, you heard about um, Love, Death, Robots. On, I on love, Netflix. love, Death, Robots. Uh, yes. There was this, there was this, I'm quoting this part um, where they were, they had this, 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 this one where they were killing the babies. Like you, you could live forever basically, mm-hmm. but you can't have any children. Today with overpopulation, it's mm-hmm. illegal to have children. Yes. So whenever you have children, they, they would send them on the police and the police would kill the child. Mm-hmm. It's very dark. Very dark. But, in this darkness, the lady expressed something. She says, I've lived for a hundred and something years, mm-hmm. right? Everything has become mundane to me. Everything is the same. Everything is it's just a rotation. But when you get a child, you get to see the world with Sweetie. brand new perspective yes. and brand new eyes and everything is new. And you're living a new life through these children. Like they're giving you the opportunity to not see the world so flat mm-hmm. and without life and without color. And I think what you're talking about, when you're talking about it, it's like, that's what got me. That is what children do yes. for parents. That's why parents fall in love so much with their children. It's like, yeah, you got to feed them. Yeah, they take a lot of work. Yeah, you got to like really step up your adult game when mm-hmm. you get them. But at the same time, like they give you back something that nobody else could give you because mm-hmm. nobody else is going to give you the perspective of a child. Everybody else is going to tell you yeah, the no. world is crappy yeah, yeah. and you got bills and you got to walk tomorrow. But children is like, Mommy, guess what happened today? Correct. What happened? And and I went down the road and 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 and, and it take forever to finish the story, but by the time you're done, it's like the most amazing story. It's, it's just, and the, the way they're experiencing it, mm-hmm. you're, also, you're, you're along for the ride with yes. them. Like, he did what? What you, what you say happen? 
Mommy, so, look at that plane. Ooh. And you're like, it's just a plane. But yes. it's not just a plane. plane to them. This is like magic to you this child. You experience these things for the second time. And fresh. Yeah. And new. Like, the second time for the first time. For the first time. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Just in theater. Man, listen, I... This was... This was an amazing time. I really did have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I really did have a good time. Like just, it's just discussing and going. Yeah, this is where I bring you on the show. Yeah, and I, I didn't even talk about me. One, one didn't talk about me, and that's good. Oh uh, no, <laughs> we did <laughs> talk about you. Uh, a, few, a few parts, but, but we talked about we talked about your unique perspective and your philosophies and how you feel about certain things. And I think sometimes that brings so much gratification because I learned a lot yeah. from your perspective. So I, I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. We, we're doing like... The like virtual hug. The virtual hug, which yes. we are far away, but we're doing we're like yes. the hands let wide Let the universe, I used to say, let the universe fill the space when I'm talking to somebody overseas. That is beautiful. Let the universe fill the, fill between the space us. between oh, us. Oh, that is... That's so sweet. It is. Guys, I've been talking to uh, <laughs> Cynthia Tashiro. Um... I pronounce that right? Teshira. Teshira. Yeah. Teshira. Mm-hmm. All right. So, guys, um, thanks again for listening. My name is Stephen Smith. This has been Objectively Incorrect. As usual, peace. No downsides, guys. Take it easy.